It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Oh no! Hey everybody, welcome to the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast, episode 100, that's one more than 99, that's two more than 98, and we made it to episode 100, you know what that means? Syndication money, baby, we got that syndication money, we're going to be on ABC, NBC, Fox Sports, Fox News, and Mitchell's back, welcome to the 100th episode. What the fuck, did we already do the intro? Yeah, I just did it. (laughs) <laughs> all right, sick. We, I got a poor but, uh, internet connection all of a sudden. Someone's playing fucking Xbox in the other room. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't fully do it. This is the 100th episode. I did that. Oh part. no! And what we're gonna the what? Fuck! What are we gonna do? We're gonna solve the world's problems tonight. No, with this internet connection. Ah, oh, shoot. All right, we better be fine. All right, so this is hats off, gloves. I don't know what the fuck you guys did. This is hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those who deserve it. The yin and the yang, the good and the bad. Sometimes the bad is good. Sometimes the bad is good. We do pats on the fanny, pats on the back, finger pointing and finger blasting. The pleasure and the nethers. But today is a special day. This is the 100th episode. And am I frozen again? No, you're good. You're good. Cool. So and I'm proud um, of you for making it all this way to 100. This is this is abominable. Is that the right word? Use of that word? My internet is garbage. It's been fine for 26 minutes. We're doing pre-show, and all of a sudden, as soon as we hit record, the goddamn thing starts dropping out. So, basically, this is, this is our 100th episode. So, what we wanted to do was a favor to the world. What we're going to do is solve all of the world's problems. You're I welcome. I feel like we're just a couple of level-headed fellas out there trying to make it right. That's what this podcast is all about, is justice. Right and wrong. Somebody does something bad in the eyes of the law, but good in terms of the grand scheme of society, or vice versa. We're all about justice here. So what we're thinking we're going to do, a couple of hot fellas, one backwards hat, one ex-pony tailor, and we're going to just right all the wrongs in the world. So I got here a list, and I'm going to add to this list, because frankly it's not complete, but the UN's Uh, uh, top uh, ten... Oh, shit. Backwards hat. Two backwards hats, dude. You guys can't see this, but it's fucking... It's just bros coming together to solve the world's problems. And it's... It, I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my bones. Um, so I've got the world's... According to the UN, the world's top pressing issues. The top ten. According to Jim... According, yeah, according to Jim Belushi, shout out, Yom Shiftar, Shum Kranar. Jim Belushi, that's another one. Um, I talked to my Albanian family. The only Albanian celebrities are the Belushis and Eliza Dushku. (laughs) That's the only ones they can, like, legitimately claim. But they'll also, they're like, did you know Barack Obama? Have you heard of Barack Obama? One sixteenth Albanian. (laughs) You're like, all right, (laughs) shove it up your ass. Yeah, there's some Albanians in uh, Sopranos. Yeah, anytime I see an Albanian Albanian on TV, they're up to no good. Mm-mm. Yeah, no if good. I if I t- nobody knows what Albanian is unless I go to like 
somebody from like Michigan or New York. I go, oh, I'm Albanian. They're like, you don't have a chainsaw in your car, do you? I'm like, no, not that kind. <laughs> Those are my cousins. So I was just allowed to be a silly goose. Um, so let's see. You want to just get straight in, start solving problems? I'd like, I think we wasted enough time to be perfectly frank. Uh, I think my internet's better. I think I can direct my attention wholeheartedly now to the people of the world. Um, so the number one is food security. Boom. Got, I got it solved already. Oh, <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> Fucking rip. Yeah, no problem. All right, here's the deal with food. Everyone, uh, so, you know, not everyone has it. The, the, how we're going to solve world hunger, food security, fucking tomatoes. That's it. Tomatoes, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Tomatoes are so easy to grow. Like, Oh, shit. You're already winning me over. I was skeptical in one sentence in. At the last place I lived, I had a front yard that was just all dirt, terrible soil. I just took some old rotten tomatoes, threw them on my lawn. That was it. Mm -hmm. I didn't fucking bury them i didn't water them i didn't do shit i just forgot about them and then three months later i had a giant tomato bush and they were delicious tomatoes <laughs> grow, tomatoes grow like fucking weeds dude you reminded me of a story when i was uh little we were living in lake la and my brother we would all me and my brothers would play outside but my little brother would constantly run over to the side of the house and we found out he was just eating cherry tomatoes we we're like, what the fuck? Nice, growing wild, right? Yeah, they were just growing wild. We we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then my mom comes out and she's like, yeah, that's where the septic tank is. <laughs> it's just, mm. they were just growing out of the septic water because oh. we clearly had a leak or something. But yeah, just wild tomatoes. Like, we didn't plant these. This is the, it's Lake LA. That's like the high desert, high desert. Like, there's nothing going on out there. And we had fucking, my brother's just nourishing himself while we're playing fucking Blade versus Star Wars or whatever when we were seven. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You don't need, all we need to do is fly over these shithole countries. You don't have food. Don't even need to drop <laughs> off tomato seeds. Just drop whole tomatoes on the ground. They will grow. Do you think those that could so that could be a twofold? We're solving two problems: terrorism and hunger. Because you Absolutely. get those tomatoes falling out of a fucking uh, and I don't know a DC-10 or something. I'm trying to think of a a large plane that'll carry the maximum amount of tomatoes. <laughs> You just start rolling them out the back like fucking Tom Cruise in one of those, like, fucking... What are those military planes that, like, drop cars? Oh, yeah, that have that cool opening that people <laughs> almost always get thrown out of. Yeah, where they have, like, the backpack is hooked to, like, a track, and they all tap each other on the back. They're like, go, go, go. And then they yeah. fucking... They did that in the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah, Operation Dumbo Drop. Uh... I'm um, sure Fast and possible. Furious used them multiple times. Oh, I'm for, uh, for sure they just drove a Hemi out the back of a plane and it just landed on a slight hill, so it was fine. Yeah. Um, and also, people people sleep on the variety of tomatoes. You got you got regular, you know, vine tomatoes. You got Roma tomatoes, which are better, obviously, for you know salsas and cooking things like that. Um, maybe a nice uh, caprese. Um. Or like caprocage, or whatever, as somebody from The Sopranos would say. Um, you got cherry tomatoes, but you also got like heirloom tomatoes. Mm. Beef um, steak, baby. Beef steak tomatoes. Which is beef a that's the coolest name for any vegetable, or I guess tomatoes a fruit, but calling it a beef steak is pretty sick. Oh yeah, because it's a hearty fucking fella. That'll feed a whole village. So yeah, the ones 
The ones I was growing, they were yellow. Fucking tomato out of a plane. You take out the head of ISIS, it splats on his head. Those seeds land everywhere. Yeah, and then future generations will eat because I planted these little tiny yellow ones and they were delicious. I'm not even a huge tomato fan, but uh, let me tell you, they're, they're going to grow wherever you are. I feel like any climate, I mean, if it's frozen, then you're fucked. So all you like, you know, fucking sub-zero temperature dwellers, maybe uh, figure out how to fish. But uh, I mean, no, but that's a solid point because... I mean, you hear it all the time where they're like, oh, tomatoes aren't even Italian. That's a new world vegetable, you know? Like, oh, they didn't have tomato sauce in Italy. It was like, I don't know what they ate, fucking olive oil and pesto? I don't fucking, you know? But look how quickly it caught on. Tomatoes are in the rest of the world. Nobody had tomatoes until fucking Christopher Columbus saddled up and fucking hit the East Coast. Yeah, and they're so versatile, dude. Like, you could have a tomato sandwich. I mean, obviously, we got ketchup. We got salsa. We got... A nice cucumber salad with tomatoes, like vinegar with like salt and pepper and tomatoes. That's awesome. I think Um, cucumbers are pretty easy to grow as well. I don't know what to tell you, bro. They got Persian. They got it. I mean, and also they're not the same, but they got like all types of squashes. I imagine everywhere you can grow a squash, you can grow a cucumber. Oh, squash grow like crazy. Squash, squash is a shitty vegetable. The whole goddamn gourd family. First of all, I love squash. That's the only gourd I'll accept. Yellow and green squash. See, squash is like flavorless, same as zucchini, where the only way it's good is if you deep fry it and dip it <laughs> dip it in ranch. No, nah, dude, you need Vegeta. Vegeta is an allspice, dude. It's just like an onion, carrot, pepper blend. There's like 30 things in it, but it's just all veggies. Um, so basically, oh, it's, it's like that shit you make in your house from when you were like 12 for, to zhuzh up your own top ramen. We are like, a little bit of garlic powder, a little bit of onion powder, a little bit of salt, some dehydrated carrot. But it's a, it's like a spice from Croatia. You used to be able to get it everywhere, but now you got to go to fucking World Market. and shoot, It's next to, like, the fucking Nigerian coffee. You throw that so, shit on some fucking z- some zucchinis, tell me that is flavorless. Tell me. I'm, well, that's the point. Zucchini and squash can't stand on its own merit. It needs the help of other people. You can eat a straight-up... You can eat broccoli plain, it's good. You can eat an avocado plain, it's good. But in order to make a squash good, you gotta season it, you gotta bread it, you gotta fry it, you gotta it does not hold on its own. Well, even a nice steak needs a fucking little salt and peps. Sure, but it doesn't need it. Okay, okay, you're making points over here. I'm just How saying else? squash is a joke, but let's grow but up. Also too, avoiding the obvious uh, the Sam Kinison joke, how to solve world hunger, is just go where the food is. <laughs> he was like, it's sand. You know what's going to be 100 years from now? Sand. Go where the food is. And if you can't even grow a goddamn tomato in your neck of the woods, fucking hop on the Chevrolet legs and take a walk, dude. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Get out of here. Like, uh, you know, everything's a bus ride away. Yeah, well, that's if, what if, people are like complaining about living in Detroit now. Or like the auto industry fell apart. I'm like 20 years ago, dude. Fucking move. Yeah, you've had plenty of time to adapt. Fucking uh, dip, bro. Yeah, and I guess tomatoes are 95% water, so you're gonna it'll hydrate you too, so it'll solve Beautiful. a lot of the other issues. And if your part of the world uh, doesn't have water, then I guess uh, we can't help you move. Because I suppose, but my tomatoes grew and I never watered them, and it doesn't rain that much here, so I don't know. 
Yeah, that's I a sun plant. Know. That's a sun plant, though. Did you give them like a uh, what's it called? Um, what's the goddamn? It starts with a T, I think. A tender loving care. Yes, TLC. Uh, Tullis? is that it? Oh, like a trellis. 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 Yeah. No, that's the point about these tomatoes. I did nothing. I was drunk. <laughs> I they was didn't climb up the chain link or anything? No, I was drunk. I put them in a paper bag. I smashed them with my fist, and I dumped them in my yard. I didn't bury them. I didn't do anything. God bless tomatoes. So, so tomatoes is my number. What, what other ways can we solve world hunger? You got any uh, ideas? Oh, man. Too many. Um, sh- people need to stop being picky, first of all. There's a great YouTube channel I follow. Try um, just everybody Google uh, or you go on YouTube and find um, tribal people try. And it's like, I think they're like Pakistani or like uh, Afghani, something like that. But they just have a list of or just like a, a gang of people. It's always the same people. But this guy just has them try stuff. So like he finds these tribal people and he's like, here's a Big Mac. And they just tell you what they think of it. And they're just fucking picky, dude. They're like, no, I don't like this. Um, they give him like sushi, you know, he just has them try like different cuisines and stuff and they're always fucking picky Nickies. And it's like, bro, but I mean, you're eating fucking what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Red dirt. What are you eating dirt over there? People in Haiti are eating fucking dirt, but it's like, bro, if you had some tomatoes around, but they're like, no, we don't really eat tomatoes here. It's like, well then fucking starve, dude. Oh, speaking of Haiti and red dirt, there's a, for the people out there, there's a comic named Haiti. And he is from Haiti. And he, he <laughs> like Haiti. People just didn't want to learn his name. It's like Jean-Claude Baptiste something. <laughs> and everybody's like, no, you're it's like, it's like, yo, what up, Bakersfield? You're like, my name's Kyle. Okay, Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, but he's fucking, he's a very offensive comic. He upsets a lot of people. He's especially really creepy, women. especially women. But I was eating, I was eating dinner with him one time. And I said to him, I said, you're not going to like this place. They don't have any red dirt on the menu. <laughs> and he got so pissed off he got so mad at me and i'm like you're you're haiti you're like one of the most offensive people in the comedy scene yeah and uh, he, and you're not offensive because of your jokes your just general being is offensive <laughs> just the way you live offends me but oh, uh fuck. all right so yeah don't be picky because that i mean that happens i'm sure everyone has a la homeless story but that happened to me one time where i was leaving a restaurant I had a couple slices of pizza left, and it was like one of those like gourmet, fancy pizza places where they fucking uh-huh. give you goat cheese and whatever. But uh, so I had two pieces of pizza. This homeless lady asked me for money, and I and I was like, "I'll give you this pizza." And I really didn't want to. Like this was me being a good person because I wanted to keep the pizza. Pizza's yeah. great for leftovers. And then she goes, "What's on it?" And I oh. told her, Whoa. "I told her prosciutto." <laughs> prosciutto i have prosciutto on my pizza and she goes i don't like prosciutto and denied it uh well first of all you can't cook prosciutto you, uh, what are you doing what are you talking about you bake it on pizza okay. it's better I mean, it's better cold i'm with you way better okay. cold okay um no i did i funny enough i have a similar story when i was leaving big wings back when it used to be hosted by tom allen and and haiti and 80. So I was leaving there one time and I'm walking back, back when I lived in Santa Clarita and I'm like, I got a 45 minute drive. I got like a half mile walk back to my car. And the lady was right out front. And I was like, Hey, I got three of my six wings left and some fucking celery and carrots. I'm like, you want these? 
she looked at it and goes, I don't want no fucking wings. And I was like, well, then you're not going to get them, I guess. <laughs> I'm fucking, peace, lady. But that's another thing. Like, when the when homeless people start getting bougie, you're like, oh, okay, this city's changing. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, a homeless guy, rather than ask me for change, they'll go, you got $5. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, it's Finn's joke. Where he's like, when did, he's a homeless guy. Our friend, he's a homeless comic. But his joke is like, when did we start asking for five dollars? <laughs> um, yeah, it's fucking, it's outlandish. Yeah, I was thinking too. A fun way we could help world hunger is we could just go around to restaurants, and when we see fat people who order like two appetizers plus dessert, we will, I will shame them while you sneak sneak their food away. So we'll just take the food off of their table while I'm shaming them. And then we'll just put like a, we'll just fill like a Ziploc with spaghetti and I don't know, chicken wings and just mail it to Haiti. We'll just write to Haiti (laughs) and put put like five stamps on it. (laughs) I think five stamps will get it to Haiti. Oh, fuck. But we got to be closer in proximity, you know, because you don't want it to go bad. You know what I mean? So Mexico? Yeah, I'm thinking Mexico, uh... That's about it. <laughs> um, if you got like dried goods, you know what I mean. Like if I I got some dried fruit, and it expires on the twelfth, but I'm not going to eat all of it. I'll just throw it in a box. Send yeah, it and it'll fucking... still be good after the twelfth. It's dried fruit. Yeah, send it to Kazakhstan, dude. Those people are hurting. They're not they're like their neighbors. Fucking Turkmenistan, zero COVID cases. What up? What up? Um, so, boom, we did it. We Hats off to tomato. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> All right, number two on the UN's list of uh, most pressing global issues is inclusive growth. What the fuck is that? What's that mean? Like, don't be a racist? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Inclusive growth is a concept that advances equitable opportunities for economic participants during economic growth with benefits incurred incurred by every section of society. Somebody once told me something interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, I think basically, I mean, first of all, gloves off. This is some nerd shit. Summarize it for me, brother. There's no way this is a fucking fucking real problem but I, I guess basically what they're saying is when there's economic growth it's limited to a small section of the population spread the wealth yeah but it doesn't make any sense like i sorry about you but i bleed fucking red white and blue dude if a guy invents something and he becomes rich he doesn't have to share it with his fucking neighbor that's true but, yeah what is this fucking communism yeah what what are we Leading the world in doctors who want to kill themselves, Soviet Union. This is fucking yeah. This sounds like some commie bullshit. Concept that advances equitable opportunities for economic participants. Yeah, so it's I don't know. It's like the fucking the dude who invented the Dyson vacuum. It's like oh, you made too much money. You got to spread it around. Well, or I guess I guess what they're saying is that this guy invented a vacuum. He became wealthy, and it and nobody around him became wealthy. Which doesn't make any sense. Like if you, like people, it's easy to hate on like Jeff Bezos because 
he's worth like 192 billion dollars which is like he's now getting up to like rockefeller like even if you like um do like the uh you know the inflation rates and everything he's becoming the, one of the richest people of all time like he's like rich as like fucking ancient like african kings who like had cities made of gold and shit so you're like oh wow that seems unfair but you're like no if he's like he's worth 192 but amazon is worth trillions which means he's made hundreds of other people millionaires yeah and he he's not going to make everyone wealthy but i mean you can still he's, make a living working in tons. the warehouse they're not making as much as him obviously but he has made probably thousands of millionaires not even not even directly that work for him. That's just under his payroll. You know what I mean? Or like directly related to him. But also just like the amount of businesses that have popped up. Like even me for work, I know for a fact a lot of shit wouldn't get done without Amazon. You know what I mean? We're able to bring in more work. My boss is wealthier because everything arrives the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess the reason I hate on Bezos is not for being rich. But uh, I guess just... We because tried to of, make that gay green hockey stadium. Because of him, yeah, the hockey stadium, and just the fact that there were, like, in 10 years will be no stores. Like, even even failing businesses, like, malls, malls are a thing of the past. And now Bezos wants to buy malls and be like, yeah, let's just make a distribution center out of these. Which yeah. is a s- smart idea, but, uh, yeah, I, I, like, I like stores. I miss stores. Now, I like brick and mortars, but... I know they're obsolete, but I like them. Yeah, but you have to, like... And it is weird, because we we lived in, like, a weird time of change. You know what I mean? Like, you and I grew up in the last age of, like, VCRs, and, you know, like, the thing you wanted to watch had to be on. And then when, you know, as we got older, like, we saw, like, TiVo come up. And then that led to, like, streaming. And then, you know, all these things. Yeah, we saw both sides of it. We got the old school and the new school. But really, like, it's... Like, people that are mad at it are the ones, like, throwing bricks through, like, the horse carriage factory because cars are taking their jobs. You know what I mean? You're like, things are going to get better. Things are going to get more advanced. Things are going to change. You know? Like, um, really, I th- like, look at Velcro shoelaces, dude. Okay. Back That's then, a weird it, turn, but... Dude, back in the day, everything used to be buckles, right? Then we invented shoelaces. People are going to be upset when, like, shoelaces are replaced. But really, it's like, shoelaces replace something else. That's just what you're used to, so you're kind of attached to it. But I guarantee the first 50 years of fucking shoelaces, there were dudes still, like, fucking had a death grip on fucking buckles. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess for me, if I could choose between streaming and Netflix or a video store, I would take the video store. It's more of a... More of an experience. Well, the, the problem is um, there's monopolies, and then there's also, like, you know, like, streaming rights, all this and that. Because, so, like, the benefits of the video store was they had everything. So you could find some, like, weird indie movie that, you know, you're the only one who's rented it, and you rent it once a year for the past, like, five years. But it's they keep it on their fucking shelf. Whereas Netflix has got a limited category. And then... And now over the past like five years, there's all these like streaming wars where like HBO gets the rights to this and Hulu gets the rights to that. You know, I wish it was all aggregated into one place or like even like a Netflix plus where you're like, I want it like, oh, they don't have it for free streaming, but I'll pay two dollars to rent it. You know what I mean? That would be nice. Um, But then 
like even like um there's some movies you just can't rent i ended up buying apocalypto on fucking dvd because i couldn't it wasn't streaming anywhere now i think it's on amazon but yeah dude that's how a uh, blood and blood out is like that blood and blood out is the greatest movie about mexican gangsters ever made and it's not on you can't even pay to rent it you have that's to buy it you have to buy it used on amazon Dude, I wanted to watch The Wedding Singer. So, like, Mr. Deeds is $3 to rent. Fucking Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, they're all $3 to rent. But for some reason, The Wedding Singer was, like, fourteen ninety nine for a three-day rental. And it's like, what the... F- like, why? It makes no sense. But at the video store, unless you're getting a fucking new release, all videos were the same price. And that's something I can get behind. Well, fuck this world issue. What's the next world issue? Yeah, inclusive growth can suck my dick. Let's go to number three. You- Ooh, kind of ties into what we were saying. Uh, number three is future of work slash unemployment. Ooh, well, we're so it's we're, kind of an, it's not a it's not an immediate issue, but it's an impending issue. Well, it's certainly topical. Um, like I said, dude, you're throwing bricks through the fucking horse carriage factory. No one gives a shit. For every job that's destroyed, ten are going to be created. Like you know what I mean? Like. It's the same same as two topics ago. Fucking, I'm not sad that you live in Detroit. You should have moved 25 years ago when the fucking the United States businessmen sold your fucking jobs to Mexico and Brazil and China. Yeah, or found a way to use that factory and you know modify it for a different for something else. Make some razor, make some razor scooters or something. You make fucking respirators. You would have taken a hard fucking loss for 15 years, but once COVID hit, you would have been fucking Daddy Warbucks, dude. Trust me, babe. The pandemic's gonna come. I know we're broke as shit right now, but something's gonna happen. I know we're in the red for the fifteenth year row, but I swear to God, if a respiratory illness strikes the entire planet, yeah. So I don't know, like future of work, unemployment. It's about diversifying your skill set. Nobody I know that's like impressed me with like their work ethic or like their knowledge base has ever worried about work. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and there are all those people, like, I don't know, like, in fucking South Dakota who are like, we need to get coal mining back. We got it. And it's like, no, I know that you come from six generations of coal miners, <laughs> and you you have this weird pride about it. And But it's, that just happened. That job fell into your lap. You didn't, you weren't, you're not passionate about it. You're just a dumb fucking townie who uh, took the easiest way. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're just, you're lazy, frankly. Because really, like... I mean, dude, the wealthiest people I know, like I'm thinking about like that, like people that I know that I'm friends with on a first name basis, like guys that I've worked with, they're all like welders, plumbers, uh, like some type of technician, you know what I mean? Like appliance repair. These guys went to like a trade school for like eight weeks and now they make 200 grand a year. You know what I mean? Whereas like other people, like they just had no planning for their future where it's like, like us, we're doing, we're doing the same thing. So we can't really point fingers. It's like, Oh, you think you're going to be a comedian where it's like 1% of comedians make a decent living. If that, but it's like, no, it's, that's the shot in the dark you're taking. But if being a comedian doesn't work out, I can't shout at the world for that. I can't be angry at anybody else. You wanted to be a fucking, you wanted to be an English professor. It's, It's, I don't give a shit. Like, sorry, no one's hiring there. Shit, so, so I gotta find a plan B. I'm gonna be a coal miner if comedy doesn't work out. How we solve is comedy this, dead? Uh, 
<laughs> Become a robot technician. Learn like a programming language. Learn how to fix up fucking robots, those fucking arms that put fucking Volkswagens together. Because if, if that's what's going to take your job, learn how to fix the thing that's going to take your job. If you're such a whiz kid on a fucking anything, then fucking do it. Like, fucking figure it out. Read a, read a fucking, uh, I don't know, fucking AI for dummies or something. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you know what is weird about the, like the, I don't know, things changing and uh, companies becoming obsolete. What I still see a lot of, which blows my mind, is you just drive around like, I don't know, fucking random cities in the valley or go to Long Beach anywhere you'll still see like a a vacuum repair shop or something like that <laughs> yeah. where it's like you work you 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 work in a tv repair shop and you're open yeah like you're actually open for business that that blows my mind because i have never gotten like any electronics fixed it, it's always cheaper to just buy a new one well yeah no that's where it cuz there's like an economic return on that so it's like like TVs is a good example because there's so many brands and there's so much competition. So even the shittiest, cheapest TVs, they have to at least compete with Samsung. You know what I mean? So if you go to Best Buy and get like the store brand, like Insignia or something, it can't break too quickly. It can be cheap and it can be heavier. It can be not as good quality, yada, yada. But it has to at least compete. So by it competing, it drives down the price of the Samsung. So it closes their profit margin a little bit. So I think that's beneficial for just the general public. You know what I mean? But the problem is, like you're saying on the back end, is now instead of repairing your TV, you're like, this TV was $200. I'm not going to pay $120 to fix it. I'm just going to get a brand new one, you know? Um, the only thing I can think of, like I'm in Tehachapi, my hometown, so I drove by like, um, we still have like, um, like a lawnmower repair shop, stuff like that. Where they caught, can't or haven't like quite hit that like uh, you know level in the market where you know lawnmowers are so cheap that you do it where it's like if your lawnmower is like misfiring or something you you take it in it's like fifty bucks get it fixed you know what I mean um, my my drill my like my impact driver it's like fifteen bucks to fix that thing but once drills the competition gets so deep that the drill becomes you know, cheaper than the repair, I'm just going to buy a new impact driver and throw that fucking plastic piece of shit in the landfill. So I think really what this comes down to, future of work and unemployment, is really just um, finding a skill, but not only finding a skill, being willing to, like, change. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the biggest difference of now and then is where it would be like, okay... In the 60s, you became a, you got a job as a, at a grocery store. You became a butcher. That was your craft. That's what you did your entire mm -hmm. life. One thing your entire life. Now, that's not the case. Now, you need to be an expert on like eight different things. Because every time you do a job, there's going to be something different you have to do. Or it seems yeah. like people need to be, yeah, more open, have to be to survive. They have to be able to make a lot of changes where you can't just be like, okay, I'm, I work on this car. That's all I do. You yeah. Know, well, it's, one, it's a lot. having one skill is not enough anymore. 
it's a lot like what we were saying earlier where people get stuck in this thing we're like well that's the way it works it's like no you're just you're the guy who's still wearing buckles in 1987 it's like buckles are dead dude get some shoelaces but people are still stuck in this thing where like oh it's my career we're like there's no such thing as a career anymore like this generation i think our parents generation is probably the last generation that's going to have a career because frankly you're just going to be able to, you're just going to have to pivot that's what it is. You're, sorry, the, the world doesn't work like that. It's actually what crashed the global economy into the ground was people thinking they could just be a mailman for 55 years and then, or not even, fucking 30 years, fucking retire at 50 with like a full pension. You know what I mean? It's like that just doesn't exist. You're going to have to be able to, you know, work a job for 10 years. That doesn't work out. Pivot slightly or 100, 180 degrees. You yeah, know what I mean? Like up until 2004... You could be a fucking cashier at a grocery store and you made, you started at like $28 an hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Made absolutely no sense. But it doesn't work like that anymore. And people are like, oh, like, oh, I need more money for this and that. Where it's like, I'm sorry, like, go to ITT Tech or fucking MTA or fucking, what is it, UTI. Learn how to work on motorcycles. Motorcycle technicians make a lot of money. And it's a fairly simple thing once you figure it out. But and like you can make forty five dollars an hour. Like I said, welding. Welding's not a complicated thing. To get good at it, yes, you have to like practice and you know, over time you get better and you have to really work at it. But entry level, you you, you work like forty five to seventy dollars an hour as a welder. Yeah, yeah and, and then it's if a you fucking drop sixth on, class. Yeah, and then you there's a lot of room. I mean, you go to underwater welding. Ooh, baby, you're making bank. It's like two hundred dollars an hour. It's absurd. So, yeah, uh, basically, unemployment, number three, I want to say we solved it. Actually, not even an issue. Fucking (laughs) read a book. Hats off to you, sir. Solved itself. All right, are you ready for number four? Yes, I am. Climate change. Hoax. Number five. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, climate change. Um, it's not actually, I don't know. Like, what are we, what are you going to do? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I what think like, I mean, LA banned straws yet. I almost got stabbed by a homeless person. I was like, let's fix the issues that like, you know, actually matter. You know what I mean? Um, well, I'm trying to think climate change. Uh, no children is the best way I can think to, uh, help solve it. Or like, uh, I know someone. You heard it here first. Humans have a huge carbon footprint. Spencer's telling you to go murder people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not telling you, but, you know, winkity, wink, wink, look at my (laughs) eye. I don't want to get too specific on which family member, but I have a family member, for example, who had three abortions. Then she later had three children. (laughs) So her carbon footprint is, that's a net zero, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, especially you think about like on the outset. So, a, a human, just a base level human, has you know X as their carbon footprint. But now you think about had she never had an abortion, now she's got what six kids. Exactly. Now she, now she can like three kids. You can get away with a fucking Corolla. Six kids, you got to get yourself a fucking Tahoe. Now you're actually you're doing X plus fucking X plus X because now you're actually getting a fucking gas guzzler. 
Yeah, and people people go crazy with SUVs. Like everyone I know, they just get one kid, and then immediately they have like the biggest suburban ever made. Yeah, that's it's, my there's sister. something weird about when my sister had a kid in December, and I'm not gonna complain because she gave me her car. I, mean, I bought it off her, but I got her old car because she's like, I gotta get a bigger car. She has a crossover. It's a Saturn View. It's what I'm driving now. It's a big car, <laughs> but she's like, I need. I have a kid now. I need a new car, and it's like she got a fucking. Uh, what is it like the GMC all terrain or uh, I forget what it is. Yeah, but you a big ass car. People about. people make that jump very quickly though. It's weird. Like even like my uh, like my stepsister has kids, and even like my stepmom bought a new bigger car. And you know, <laughs> where you're like, what? You just bought a fucking minivan, and you're a grandma. What? Yeah, like um, when I was little, my stepmom. Had because she always had like crossovers. She had like a Highlander and like a, I think she had a minivan at one point. But then um, when we were, uh, I th- fuck, I, forget, I was on like I don't know junior high age. She got a Tahoe, or not a Tahoe. What's it called? The uh, Toyota version, the Sequoia, to- Toyota Sequoia. It's like the big V8. Fucking, it's like a Ford Expedition, but the Toyota version. It's a fucking big ass truck. Because we would visit on, like, every other weekend. I'm like, bitch, you don't need this giant car for every other... Like, we'll take two cars. It's fine. Keep a keep a Camry, and we'll be chill. Yeah, I wonder what that mindset is. Because I feel like it's a newer thing where it's like, yeah, the moment you have a kid, you just get the biggest car ever. Because, I don't know, my mom had two of us, and she just had a Honda Civic. It worked out just fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and I'm I'm saying this from my mom's house. I'm in her fucking. She's got two kids and fucking six bedroom house. And fucking, <laughs> she's got she's got two jet skis, a boat, a fucking Ford Expedition. What else? A Chevy pickup, uh, a Jaguar, and a Saab. And let me tell you about my life. You don't see the Sobs much anymore. That, that's, I, I love the Saab. Uh, 9.3 Turbo. That's a sick fucking car. Yeah. I, I, drove like... her, I went and drove her Jaguar to get fucking Chinese food today, and that's a sick fucking car, but I'll prefer the Saab, honestly. Yeah, I like a Saab. Saabs are interesting. It's like, I feel like in the 90s, like, people, like, eccentric people drove Saabs and Audis, and people would be like, what are you doing? What? You know, like, an Audi was almost like a car where people were like, don't buy that. It's going to break down on you. And now they're beloved. Yeah, I, I honestly dislike anybody who drives an Audi. But to change topics, um, no, Saab's were. <laughs> <laughs> the producer drives us an Audi. The, um, <laughs> no, but Saab's used to be like, um, people thought of them like in the class of like Mercedes and shit. But now they're like, they're like one of those weird off brands where you're like, I don't even know where there's a Saab dealership. It's like a, like a Mitsubishi where you're like, where yeah. the fuck? Did you get that? Did you import this car from <laughs> Eastern Canada or something? <laughs> it's fucking weird. But no, the Saab is sick. Um, I love this Saab. But anyway, so anyway, climate cool. change, not an issue. We solved no, it. No, we should, there should be more. We should be able to solve more. I would say... Um, uh, Dude, what number four? Is this going to be a two-parter? Take the bus. <laughs> okay, y'all, okay. Oh, yeah, let's come up with solutions. Take the bus... Um, don't have kids. Don't have abortions, because, I mean, come on. That's murder. Gross. I'm a staunch Catholic. Don't murder children. 
Well, um, not having kids is the easy. Just wear I feel a like condom. That's I, that's another thing I don't like. Where it's just like, oh, what do you like? Oh, I yeah, I have to be able to get an abortion. Like I'm like, just you're you're an adult. Like wear a condom, pull out. Like there's plenty of ways to do it, and there's still accidents. I mean, but like, well, I think it's the non-adults who don't. I mean, first of all, we got to get uh, comprehensive sex ed in the community because every. The, I feel like the only reason I didn't get someone pregnant when I was younger is because I listened to Loveline growing up. So I knew <laughs> they taught me so much where I knew like I knew birth control was free in California. So that was the first thing I did when I was a teenager. I went to, you know, I went to the paradise, which is Planned Parenthood, yeah. who, uh, a.k.a. the abortion factory. But the thing about Planned Parenthood, they don't want to be giving out the abortions. They'd rather just give you free birth control. Yeah. But you, you guys are all too retarded. Yeah. The problem with Planned Parenthood, though, is they have awful condoms. Well, yeah. So don't don't use those. But they have, you yeah, know, but like, I mean, back when when I was in high school, you can get a three pack of condoms for like three fifty. Now it's like seven bucks for a three pack of Jimmy's. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, but you get fucking you get free Nuvarings, free pills, free every time you I went to Planned Parenthood, I got a free morning after pill. So it was great. And that's um, like a sixty dollar value. It's starting to yeah, sound like dude. an infomercial now. Because <laughs> I was I was getting those and I was like in an actual relationship, so I never used it. And then when I was single, I had like literally twenty seven plan B pills. So I was living the dream, dude. Damn, dude! I might fuck around and just get an abortion on the weekend. But uh, uh, what else we could do? Um, plastics. Um, get a water bottle. You know what I mean? I've been using a water bottle. I got a metal water bottle. I've been using it for a year. I've probably saved the globe thousands of water bottles. Um, what else? Styrofoam. Decline styrofoam. Say no. Stand up to styrofoam. Stand up to styrofoam, unless it's like a Chinese buffet and that's all they're doing. Because then you got to just be like, all right, yeah. I mean, it's to go. It's COVID. I got to throw it in the styrofoam. But other than that, weird about, and they've also about, made plenty of advancements in to-go containers. Well, they're, yeah, they're made out of like at my restaurant, all our to-go stuff was made out of like corn. So yeah. it it was you could even compost it. No, but that's how you need to make climate change. Is like. So that's how you actually affect things. Don't mandate it through the government or force people to do this or that. What you do is you make it sexy. You know what I mean? Or like Amazon's not being forced to like upgrade. I sound like I'm sucking Jeff Bezos' dick this episode, but yeah, you are. No, they do the thing where they they're just trying to keep um, they're trying to save face in the public eye. So they're, the government's not forcing them to like make all of their vehicles electric. They just that's like a marketing thing where they're like, by 2024, all of our delivery vehicles will be electric because that's what's sexy. That's the trend right now. And that's what you need to do is make saving the planet cool. Don't like fucking harass people. Don't I'm talking to you, Rochester, New York. You want people on your side. Don't fucking accost them while they're having dinner. But you know what I mean? Make it cool. And that's how you actually affect change. Yeah. And I think the industry was smart in some ways, like for uh, as far as. Like being environmentally friendly, they call it going green, which when you think about it is stupid. Green is the color of money. It should be, I mean, <laughs> if you're doing it like literally, you should, we should be going brown, right? Wouldn't that be, but brown is not sexy. Yeah, green but you can't say, hey, I'm going brown. You're like, in your pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's disgusting. <laughs> it, it should be that way. 
I'm growing brown right now, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm so brown right now. But yeah, there's a lot of money to be made. Like, uh, for example, like, like Tide makes an environmentally friendly laundry soap now. They don't fucking, they're not doing it because they love the environment. They just realize there is a trend. Exactly. There's exactly. a trend that way and they can make a lot of money doing that. They don't and give a shit. For some reason, it's, it's like, it's, I have my dish soap. I have like, what do they call it? Like clean dish soap where it's, um, I think it's like fucking Dawn brand, but it's like clear and it's like, it's got, it's like no additives. We didn't add this. We didn't add that, but it's like $2 more. And I'm like, so you put less stuff in it and it's $2 more. I'm like, but that's fucking brilliant. You make more money. The earth is better off. Everybody wins. Well, and you're still selling the original Dawn, which is like, which is bad for the environment. Like normal dish soap, like does not. Yeah, but how are you going to clean a duck after BP spills some oil? (laughs) But yeah, like if like when laundry detergent gets into the environment, it's so bad for it. It doesn't go away. It's full of like fake plastics and cleaners and shit. It's a. Oh, it's just funny that, that nowadays the companies that are making money are like, "Hey, buy this soap with. It's made with real soap. It doesn't have chemicals." Where you yeah. know, like it's like you buy like Old Spice or you know you buy Irish Spring. It's like it's just made with like Yellow Six and all the shit that's in like Gatorade and soda yeah. and stuff. Dude, I was at the grocery store the other day. It is impossible to find real butter. Impossible. It's what? all like, it's like uh, with canola oil, with olive oil. You know, I can't believe it's not butter. Butter spray. They have literally everything except for just fucking salted milk that got shooken up a little bit. Huh, I've never I just, had that I problem. Just, I just want fucking butter. And I was standing in that aisle for like 30 minutes. Like, I literally asked a guy at one point, I was like, am I going fucking crazy? Just some guy walking by. And he's like, don't talk to me. I'm looking for a frozen pizza. Yeah, I, but, I mean, I always find butter. But the one thing I that happens a lot is they'll have like a product that looks really cool and delicious. And then you get home and in tiny letters, it says like vegan, gluten free. You're like, yeah. you son of a bitch. You got me. Why were you, you next? Me. Why were you next to real cream cheese if you're not cream cheese? Yeah. Oh, now I know why you were a dollar. Eh. All right, what's our uh, next problem? Fuck global warming. Climate change solved it. Take note, world leaders. Uh, we, this might have to be a two-parter, dude. We're fucking. All, we're only on number five. Well, oh, we don't have to do all of them. Well, we can but skip. Yeah, this we scene. could. We could just stop at five and then continue on. We can skip this one because number five is the financial crisis of 2007, 2008. Yeah, boo. Bro, that was 12 years ago. Ancient history. Get a job, dude. Read a book. This fucking thing is done. And you, Okay, cool. Like, oh, we might be dealing with the ripples of it. You deal with the ripples of my penis. It was 2008. I mean, people were saying, and I was one of those people where I was like, oh, shit, like, because obviously we passed like Dodd Frank and all this, all these uh, legislation to protect banks, and then you know fast forward five years and we look back and you're like, oh wait, we just protected these banks and just gave them billions of dollars. The fucking CEOs got bonuses for doing fucking nothing except wrecking the goddamn economy. But they're like, we're just kicking the, we're just kicking the can down the road. This thing's gonna come back and bite us in the ass again and even worse. We're not preventing it. We just kicked the can down the road. But then COVID happened and the entire economy got fucked up. And nothing happened. So I was like, you know, whatever. 2007, 2008, that's what we're still worried about 12, 13 years ago? Not me. I don't live in the past, baby. I live in the future. 
If you're still worried about 2007, 2008, put your tongue on my taint and lick in either direction. Oh, dealer's choice. Um, number six, the future of the internet. Well, that's scary, right? I mean, they're already collecting all of our data and using it poorly to sell to try to sell me products I've already bought. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just bought a baseball glove on Amazon, and every advertisement on Facebook, everywhere I go, is baseball gloves. Don't they have the information? The glove Ooh. is purchased. My plan is to keep this glove until the day I die. Well, that's that's we were talking about that on the way back from Big Bear, where we were like, if you're going to target it at me, just do it well. You know what I mean? Like, I already bought the thing. Don't advertise what I already bought. Well, and it's so easy. Advertise baseball oil. Baseball glove oil. Advertise a baseball bat. Advertise, it's so easy. advertise some fucking sunflower seeds. Big league chew. Anything. Uh, baseballs. Uh, fucking bats. Literally any other piece of baseball equipment. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. But they're just going to keep sending you that. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck the context. Because this, the future of the internet. Does that mean privacy? Does that mean. I mean, privacy uh, has to be a, a big part of it because that's been an issue lately. Well, dude, I mean, I miss the internet, honestly. Like, the internet from, like, 2005 to 2010 was fucking primo. People, like, old people were still scared of it. Reddit was brand new. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, Reddit, Reddit was so much better. It was, the whole internet was so much better. Memes were better. I mean, pre, this was pre-meme. But like this is like pre-rage comic, back when there was like the troll face guy or like I can has cheeseburger, shit like that. When you're like, just the internet was fucking better, dude. Well, but, it was great too because when you would have those people like um, go viral on YouTube or something, it was like everyone knew who you were talking about because there were only a few of them. It was kind of like yeah. it was like everybody watched Johnny Carson because there were only three channels. Back <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then. Now it's now it's like I gotta send you the link. Oh no, you have to follow this person because they have a private account, so you can't see what they post. And I like I like your point about when old people were still afraid of it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, the future of the internet is it's just going to become a daily part of our lives. Like it was a thing that a few people used. You know, it's like electricity. You know what I mean? For the first like ten, twenty years. It was just used by this small segment of the population. And then slowly it just became like, now it's just in the walls of your house. Wi-Fi yeah. is just there. So now every everything revolves around it. You go to like, like even I was at my brother's restaurant last night and the, all their, their entire POS system is on, on iPads. So now this business no longer has to fork out like $1,400 per POS computer. It's just have, a, have an iPad. It connects to the Wi-Fi. You put a POS app on it. You know what I mean? It just yeah, makes I, everything easier, and everybody knows how to use it. I used to get people pissed at me all the time because we didn't have Wi-Fi at my restaurant, and they'd get pissed, like, what do you mean? How am I supposed to fucking do my work or, you know, Google all kinds of shit? And I'd always respond with, like, you know, we want our customers to engage with each other. You know, this we want to... Because what yeah. I like about... Oh, that's a, that's a good one. That's like a dig where, like, oh, we want people to be... This is a community. When you hear your family. <laughs> yeah, I love doing that. Because, yeah, it was kind of like an insult, but also said in a way where, like, <laughs> I couldn't get in trouble for it. Like, I used to... Um, there was this fucking 
mean old cunt who used to come in. And if we didn't have filet mignon, she would flip the fuck out every single time. And I, she would go, why don't you have it all the time? Why don't you always have it? And I said, well, we have it on our specials board. So we have, you know, we have it sometimes. She goes, why don't you have it all the time? And I said, because then it wouldn't be special. <laughs> and she was so mad, but you can't get in trouble for something like that. Well, yeah, well, it's like you don't have avocados right now. It's like they're out of season. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, dude. Sorry we, we didn't have, freeze any in March. We don't have everything at all times. What I liked about your point about Internet in 2004, too, was it was like you took a chunk to do it. Like it didn't consume your life like where it's oh, in exactly. our phones. So great- it was like I spend from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. on the Internet and then I log off and I'm done. Yeah. So it was like this moment in time. Hey, I'm going on the internet. Whereas now it's continuous, like 10 minutes at a time, but it adds up to like cumulative hours throughout the day. Yeah. Like it's terrifying when you look at your phone and it tells you how much you've used it. Where, yeah, it was nice. You're like, all right, I'm going to lock. (laughs) I turned on screen reports or screen time reports and I just, that lasted like three weeks and I turned it off. It was like, uh, your screen time was up 87% for a total of like nine hours and 51 minutes a day. I'm like, all right, I need to just either kill myself or put something in a fucking drawer. Yeah, I like I liked that. The internet, you got it was a lot more fun. You got a lot more out of it when it was well, just something that you I, logged in. You're like, okay, I got 56K. I can only be on it for 20 minutes because someone's going to use the phone and kick me off. But yeah, it, it was, you appreciated it more. Now we it's, just it's not take all bad, it all for though. granted. Because, like, it is so, like, um, just permanent in people's lives, just such a constant force in people's lives that, like, I was at Home Depot, and you literally, you just punch in a thing, and it'll tell you, like, the aisle and the bay number. I was like, oh, I don't have to talk to some goofball in a fucking orange apron? Fantastic. Who doesn't, who's going to lead me down the wrong aisle anyway? Yeah, or she's going to point me, like, this isn't my section, but check, like, 19. And I'm like, that's paint. I'm looking for screws. I told them when they hired me, I don't know nothing about tools. <laughs> yeah, if you're at Home Depot and you get anybody except for like the guy whose business was closed down because Home Depot opened, you're going to be <laughs> fucked. But yeah, so there are, there are benefits to the internet. You know what I mean? Like my unemployment, you know what I mean? Had, I, had COVID happened in the 90s, I'd have to go like stand with like in line with people. Are you hearing that? Oh, yeah. I can't. This is one I cannot pretend is, isn't existing. All right, it's gone. That was, yeah, wow, that hurt my brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, you had to, like, go stand at, like, the social services office to get unemployment. Now it's just, like, I just put in my address on an app, and they just mailed me a fucking debit card. You know what I mean? There's positives to the Internet. Uh, I don't know why we still – I still have no idea why – I can bank on my phone, but I can't fucking vote on my phone. Makes no goddamn sense. Sure. Um, shit like that. But I think overall, people just need to detach from it. It's a utility. You know what I mean? A hammer is super useful when you need it. But when you don't, you need to fucking get it out of your life. It needs yeah. to be in, the, in your toolbox where it fucking belongs. It's just, yeah, it's insidious how it, uh, yeah, That's it's why in I, our like, pockets. Where yeah, it, used yeah, to be, it used to be in a small small room of my apartment that I had to make an effort to go into. Yeah, it would be, it was the 
like the corner of the living room behind the couch and it was like oh it's my brother's turn when he's done it's my turn and i get an hour and then it's my little brother's turn you know what i mean whereas now it's just it's in my pocket so all five of us can be sitting in the living room when no one's fucking talking to each other all right solve that one um future of the internet i don't know if that's a problem that needs to be solved we just need to raise general concern for it uh number seven gender equality which is oh jesus christ unless you're in like the sudan i i'm not gonna fucking even hear your case for that yeah i'm kind of over that this is not it's not the 20s dude i don't know what to tell you uh, and uh, sorry you know um all the women in my family are like strong people you know what i mean so i don't have this weird weak image of women they're like you know what i mean yeah that's how i feel where like i'm like i don't know i have friends who are like what you support feminism what's fucking what's wrong with you you fucking idiot those girls are nuts i'm like no i support real feminists who like uh actually worked for their money or put themselves through school and didn't rely on a man but uh the loud feminists are the ones who are like oh yeah my dad still pays my rent he bought my car what did he do for a living he's in the he's in the marines it's like okay yeah you're Um, anti-man and this guy uh, protected our country and is paying your fucking netflix bill yeah he's the ceo of the patriarchy you're like what are you talking about yeah i just don't know i was raised by my mom my fucking my sister and my aunts like i come from all strong women so i don't i it wasn't until i was like 24 where i got this weird view of like this sensitive needs to be protected lady you know what i mean so um i just i don't i'm not buying into unless you're like unless you're in a village where your clit's getting cut off or you're in some fucking desert town in the middle east where they they make you wear a stupid hood yeah you know which is I mean? real which you know it's out there it's real. That's actually that's because we are talking about global issues. So you need do need to take those people into account. But overall, I think uh, fucking the military, the CIA, the FBI—they didn't win the Cold War. What won the Cold War was fucking Coca-Cola, Bruce Springsteen, and Levi's. Yeah. So it people, you just show people the better way to do it, and they fucking want to do it. The Berlin Wall came down because of fucking Levi's, and you're not going to mm-hmm. convince me otherwise. Yeah, and the thing is about as far as like the word equality, nothing will ever be equal in this world uh, for anything. Because I mean, I mean, what what girls, what like shitty garbage feminists never talk about is the fact that they there are some things that are on their side in the whole fucking gender equality thing. For example, if I went online and said that so and so comic sexually. Uh, not assaulted me, but did something naughty in a car with me when they gave me a ride home from a comedy club, I would not end their career. Women have the power Mm -hmm. to destroy people's careers with words, even when it's not always true. So that's, that's not very equal, but that's okay. That's part of the deal. I understand that. Um, I'm not going to whine about it. Well, no, but where I have a problem with it and this gets almost too serious, but I'm, you're not allowed to have your cake and eat it too. That's the world I come from, where I believe men and women are equal, where I used to say in a joke I have where I talk shit about women and then I go, oh, my bad. Like, I have a sister. Sorry, I was just treating them like people this whole time. <laughs> so I wasn't like, you know, there's the way that it's approached nowadays. It's like, oh, any woman that's under 30 has to be approached with like kid gloves. And it's like, we're both fucking adults. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, it's it's that thing of like um, like what you're saying about um like benefits and like um 
like they want to be able to do everything a man can do, but they also want to be able to ruin a man at any moment. Where, oh, uh, like a, a, an equivalent, I don't know if it's a direct equivalent, but it makes sense, like, um, like Sean King or like Rachel Dolezal. Where it's like, oh, if, if it's so terrible to be black, why are these people pretending to be black? You know what I mean? Or like Elizabeth Warren. Why is she lying about being Native American if it's so awful to be a Native American? Aside from like getting into college and like getting jobs based on that type of shit. But you know what I mean? Where it's like, why would yeah, you well, lie I don't think about... Rachel, I think Rachel Dolezal is a bad example because uh, she's got to have a screw loose to go blackface for that long. <laughs> no, yeah, she's a fucking looney tune, dude. But you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, nobody would ever choose that. Where it's like my same thing with like, communism versus free market when it's like i've never seen i've never even heard of anybody in florida getting on a raft and floating to cuba never in my fucking life so it's the same thing it's it's fucking levi's brought down the colt the fucking the berlin wall dude you give people a choice and the best system wins that's why like i don't like when people shut down like thinkers or speakers or like even people on the left they get shut down too themselves if they step out of line if they're not telling the fucking the weird woke line but it's like, no, if this is a battle of ideas, the best idea should win. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no, I'm all for punching a Nazi. I think, but the best way to defuse a Nazi is talk to him for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? If you punch him in the face, you embolden his base. But if you just talk to him for 10 minutes, everyone's going to realize he's a fucking moron. Yeah, and it's hard to have real, true, like, free thinkers and truth tellers because they, no one likes new ideas and no one likes like the real real truth like you know you always read those stories like this guy suggested that surgeons wash their hands before surgery and they put them in a mental institution and beat them with sticks you know where <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like holy shit we we do not want free thinkers we do not want new radical ideas even if they're for the better because they scare the shit out of us would you ever hear about the guy who discovered bacteria um he yeah, isn't this that's what I'm talking about? He just yeah, he just he discovered bacteria and he basically was trying to convince people to start washing their hands before they deliver babies. Um and everybody they literally laughed at him and he died in an insane asylum because he went crazy because the infant mortality rate baby infants kept dying like like 50% of them. He died in a mental institution because nobody would listen to him washing his hands and like 30 years later they look at it under a microscope and they're like oh fuck he was right. Yeah, and now he probably has his own special day and they praise him. But yeah, and that was not even like, that was even something like, you know, hey, there's no God or, you know, it wasn't even like, how would, how is that even controversial? Like, hey, use soap, wash your hands, boom. Boom. I don't know. All right, we solved it. Yeah, I say we, uh, we're, we're about, we're over an hour. Maybe we should finish this list next week because this is riveting. Well, honestly, I'm, I'm exhausted. Got, oh, I am too. But we've from got four all these more. problems. No, sorry, we have three more, and two of them are horseshit. All right, so I'm just going to run through global trade. We've kind of already covered that. If you listen to the whole episode, we kind of basically already covered that. So eight done, solved. You're welcome, the UN. Number nine, uh, long-term investment slash investment strategy. Leave that shit up for the nerds. Investment strategy, hand that to a guy with too big of a tie and a cocaine problem. That's not my problem. I don't 
give a shit how money works and it changes hands. The stock market has no direct effect on the fucking economy. I don't know what to tell you. COVID hit and the stock market went up. There's no direct correlation. Just let fucking Gordon Gecko handle it. And also, we kind of basically covered it. Um, and then number 10 is the future of healthcare, which is oh, that's obvious a, that's, to me. That's hard, I think. Do you want us to do a healthcare episode? Ooh, it's dense. But uh, yeah, it's got, we got some issues, that's for sure. No, yeah, Be like Kaiser. That's all I know. Be like Kaiser. I like, I, that's what I got. Kaiser Prime. I had Kaiser briefly, and the fact that everything was under their own roof, that was the most efficient, best yeah. health insurance I've ever had in my life, where I went to the building, they didn't send me outside for specialists, everything was in-house, they were really fucking good at what they did, they pay their employees well. Uh, oh, I'm all about Kaiser, baby. All right. You know what? I'm going to find... I'm going to... We blasted through this list, but there is... I think I can make a full uh, full episode out of healthcare. We'll find healthcare stories. Um, good and bad hats offs and gloves offs. I think we might make that a thing. But you guys know we covered the top 10 issues covering the world. Um, I was going to bring up... I had some other odd topics, but I think... Uh, I don't know. I think we did it. You know what I mean? I served my debt to society. Yeah, solved... I've, got, I've got one idea as far as solving uh, the world's problems. I guess this is more of, I mean, it is a global issue, even though it's the United States. But for, um, we got, we got a, the election coming up, and I've got two options. One, I was thinking we should just give, promise Trump two more years and just not have an election. Just be like, okay, you get two years, <laughs> that'll, you can do what you want, and then we'll give the Democrats, that'll give the Democrats two years to find someone better than Biden. But I was thinking, too, what Trump might actually like, I mean, it's become such a joke. Everyone's talking about how this is the most important election ever, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, in my opinion, I think this is the least important election we've ever had. And I'm with you. I don't think it's important at all to vote for either of these people, but we should just, I mean, we've already made it such a joke and such a three ring circus. We should just straight up have it like American Idol or America's Got Talent and just have these new young free thinkers and people and just let America vote and we'll let Trump host it. So even though he won't, you know, he's going to be on his way out, he'll be a part of it, but yeah. we should just vote in by text once a week. <laughs> Well, it should be like that. You should vote more often and easier. Yeah. So if I'm just saying, if I'm able to log into my Wells Fargo from my fucking phone, I should be able to vote from my phone. It only makes sense, right? My yeah. boss. I can send his American money. Express from his. Yeah, exactly. I can Venmo somebody directly from my checking account. It's a secure connection. How can I not vote like that? It's fucking bonkers. But I agree with you, whereas we should just get like these young people in. But the problem is. You end. You get people like Tulsi Gabbard, who everybody loved, but she spoke out against the war. She, I think she won the first debate, and then she wasn't invited to the second. You're like, all right, tell me how that fucking works. Yeah, they they have one idea that you don't agree with, and we just gotta fucking get rid of them. Well, no, it just goes to show you who's really running the fucking country, where everybody loved her, but she was anti-war and was like, well, excuse me, <laughs> slow down there, Missy. This is the United States. That's how we make all of our money. Yeah, have you seen the cool fucking cars we build for just for war? Have you seen the trucks we built? 
Well, it's not even that. People think the military-industrial complex is like the guys who build missiles and and jeeps and Humvee. When really, it's it's Dell because they have the contract for you know to supply laptops to bases. You know what I mean? It's Office Depot because they supply you know all the stationery. That's the military-industrial complex. It's it's these businesses that everybody fucking uses. It's fucking Best Buy. It's goddamn Office Max. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. They use pens too. The military is a is a massive pen contract for Office Depot or fucking BIC or whatever. That's that's who the military industrial complex is. It's fucking BIC. Fucking Marlboro. You know, s- soldiers want to smoke. Fucking let's let's get these guys in war so we can charge the government forty five dollars a pack per cigarettes. You ever seen those like budget hearing reports where they're like, why are some senators just asking like a general? He's like, why are we spending twelve thousand dollars per pencil? He's like, well, yeah, you got to understand the circumstances. He's like doing the finger bridge. It's like, suck my dick, dude. But they can, they can fucking outrageously charge the government because they fucking bribed a guy 12 years ago with fucking $7,000, which won't even buy you a fucking Nissan Leaf, for Christ's sakes. But uh, I don't know. I'm just ranting now. So I think we did it. We solved nine out of ten of the world's problems. We're coming back with number ten. I think it was a, a solid episode one hundy. Yeah, it's a milestone for us. I'm proud. All right, I'm I'm gonna get back to hanging up these shelves. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you go follow at uh, Robot Spencer on Instagram at Mitchell Phillip, at uh, Beam Jeremy, and especially at Hogopod on Instagram at Hogopod on everything, but mostly just Instagram. Um, Oh, we hope you guys enjoyed the new promo. If you haven't seen it, go to our Instagram page. The promo is fucking sick. Oh, yeah. It's so nasty. And um, at, at that Hogo or any of the aforementioned uh, handles, at Mitchell Phillip, at Robot Spencer, at Beam Jeremy, at Hogopod, leave your comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old-fashioned hate mail. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and we hope you have a wonderful post-Labor Day. Can't wear white. See ya.